Hi, and welcome to the Building Gen Wealth Podcast. My name is Andrea, and I am a Latina money coach for ambitious, driven women of color who want to do more with their money. In this podcast, we'll dive into all things money, from tackling debt, to increasing your savings, to learning how to invest so your money works for you, as well as the mindset you need to unapologetically build generational wealth as a woman of color. I'll help you build a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the BGW Podcast. My name is Andrea. If you are listening for the first time, this episode, I have a feeling, is going to be really popular because we are going to talk about the most infamous, that's not the right word, the most popular (laughs) question that comes up when we start learning about investing, and that is, I don't know what to buy. So, Let's get ready because I, you should see my desk. Like I have M&Ms out here, I have paper, I have coffee. I have my yogurt from this morning that actually isn't part of all this, but it's here and we're ready to start unpacking that question because I feel like that is the most asked question. And there's a part of me that wants to tell you it's these ones, <laughs> but I can't do that because I am not a financial advisor. So I'm not going to say this is the one to pick, but I do want to give you a list of popular um, options to start researching. So just to make that clear, this is not investing advice. I'm just suggesting like, hey, here are some popular mutual funds people tend to really like. Here are some popular ETFs. And so then you can kind of take that and do your research and decide what investment option is good for you um, and so forth and such as. (laughs) Okay. Wow. I'm like wired. I'm like pumped. I'm like ready to go. Um, So yeah, we're just going to dive in. I like, I feel like I'm kind of like, all right, let's, let's do this. Alrighty. So this is the most popular question that comes when people are trying to start investing, right? Like what do I what do I buy? Like, why well, don't know? There's so many companies to invest in. Like, I don't know which one to pick. Like, what if I pick the wrong one and I put my money into a company and then it like loses value and I just lost all my money. So that's like kind of the worst case scenario that our brain offers us when we're starting to invest. Like, I don't want to lose all my money, Andrea. Like I, I worked hard for it and I want it to work for me. Like how, what do I do? Great question. So first we're going to identify the different options that you have available to you. And then we're going to specifically zero in on mutual funds, mutual index funds, and ETFs. So just hang on while we list out all of the options. So first on the list is individual stock, right? So you're like, hey, I want to specifically invest in this specific company, (laughs) specifically invest in this specific company, and I'm putting my money in their specific stock. So that is one way to do it. Now, the biggest con with this is you're essentially putting all of your money in one basket, right? Like you're putting all of it in this one company with the hopes of it having a great return. Now, um, this could be a really great move for you or it could be a really bad move for you, right? Like it really just depends on the company, on the company's leadership, on the industry, how well it's doing, et cetera, et cetera. And so there is a lot of risk with putting your money 
in one company. On the flip side, if it does really, really well, there is a lot of reward for the money that you invested with this company. So um, a lot of times people think like this is the decision they have to make, right? And understandably, it can be really intimidating because you're like, uh, how do I even begin to pick a company? And the truth is it, that that takes a lot of research and a lot of understanding of the company and the industry and the leadership and the financial uh, like statements that you have to look at, like understanding, you know, their how they're doing financially. Um, and yes, like when you think about that as the thing you have to do to invest, it can feel really intimidating, but there are other ways to invest. There are other options you have to start investing and we're going to cover those. Um, your next option on the list is bonds. So if you're like, Hey, I just want to lend companies money. Um, that is essentially a bond, right? And so a bond you are issuing like a, you're loaning out your money to a company and they're paying you interest and you're getting that money back. So it, there's not as much um, room for gains because it's kind of like you're going into a agreement. I'm letting you borrow this money. You're paying me back at this rate. It is what it is. Um, and so the potential for growth and gain in that is not that much, but it is a vehicle that um, does still, you know, make you money. It still helps um, your money, create more money. Okay. So now we're going to dive into mutual funds and ETFs. And so this is a, not an extensive list. Like there is a lot of places you can put your money to have it grow, right? Like probably the most popular one that is not on this list is cryptocurrency. That is something that a lot of people are getting familiar with and investing in. Um, I think, um, crypto a lot of people <laughs> probably invest too early in crypto um, because of the hype that is around it. Um, whereas I kind of fall in the school of, hey, like kind of like set up your foundational investing pillars, uh, meaning like be in some really great funds that consistently grow, um, have that set up, like have your retirement set up, have your, you know, your long-term goals set. Um, and then with the extra money, sure, go ahead and in invest in a speculative, a risky asset that potentially could have a, gr a great amount of return. Um, so that's kind of where I fall in. Obviously, you're going to, you know, have your own ideas and have your own uh, beliefs on that. But I just wanted to, um, the point of me sharing that was that there are other uh, places to put your money that uh, your money can also grow aside from just like the stock market. Um, alrighty. So let's dive into mutual funds. So this is the comparison that I like to make when I'm talking about understanding how these uh, financial products are packaged, right? So imagine you're walking into an M&M store, right? You see all of these different M&Ms. If you've never been to an M&M store, it is like, just imagine, <laughs> imagine like boxes, like clear boxes of M&Ms, right? There's like milk chocolate, there's like peanut butter M&Ms, there's peanut M&Ms, there's like dark chocolate M&Ms, there's uh, pretzel M&Ms, there's all of these different kinds of M&Ms just like there. There's different colors, um, there's different flavors like mint, um, you know, you get what I'm trying to say. An abundance of M&M, of M&Ms. <laughs> so this is a kind of like stocks, 
right? There's a bunch of stocks for you to choose from. So when you walk into an M&M store, you're like, all right, like which one do I pick? That's essentially like what it's like when you think about what company do I invest in in the stock market? Now, luckily, the uh, people at M&M's, at M&M's, <laughs> have created a solution for us where we can now buy a little bundle, a little package of M&Ms um, in a box. So I'm shaking my little box here, but um, you know those little boxes that you get um, that have like the milk chocolate in them or even like the, um, the packages that are, you know, that you grab to like snack on or whatever. Um, those are bundles, packages, baskets, whatever you want to call it, whatever sort of like thing you want to call it that like groups an amount of things. Um, those are packages that M&M has created so that it's easy for us to buy M&Ms, right? And so I want you to think about mutual funds in that way. Mutual funds are different types of investment products that essentially bundle together assets, right? And so particularly, we're going to talk about bundling together stocks. And so when you're thinking about investing, in order for you to diversify your investments, when you invest in a mutual fund, it essentially does that, right? Because now you're not investing in one company, you're investing in the bundle. And when you invest in the bundle, you're investing in every stock in that bundle, right? Am I making sense? Hopefully this is, you know, I want to create some analogies to, to really, um, yeah, help you guys understand that a little bit more. And so that is a huge, like, uh, benefit. It's a huge benefit for people who are like, hey, I don't have time to research all of the M&Ms in this M&M packet. Um, I'm just going to buy a bundle and, um, you know, diversify my risk by investing in a bunch of companies versus just one. And so M&Ms, if you think about like M&M packets, like there's peanut butter M&Ms. I also have like, I have the box, but I also have those like paper packets. So I have peanut M&Ms, there's pretzels, there's fudge brownie, peanut butter, white chocolate. Those are all the M&M packets that I have in front of me, right? So even though there's like the milk chocolate, which is like your, you know, standard classic M&M packet, there's still different variations of M&M packets. And in the same way that there's different variations of M&M packets, there's different types of mutual funds. There's different ways that stocks can be bundled together in a mutual fund. So that's super important, okay? You want to understand, like, just like there's a pretzel M&M, just like there's a peanut butter M&M, there are different types of um, uh, mutual funds that represent different parts of the market. Cool? Cool, cool, following along? Great, good, great. <laughs> okay. So in our, like, let's, like, kind of define them, right? So let's say the peanut butter M&M, which is right here. All right, so the peanut butter M&M is going to be our like um, international stock mutual fund. So that means every single M&M in this peanut butter package represents international stock. So if you're like, hey, I want to invest into, into international companies, you would buy an international stock mutual fund. And the way that you research that is just Google, like you'll find, you'll go ahead and go to, um, like whatever broker you're working with. So let's say it's Vanguard. You would Google Vanguard International Stock Mutual Fund or Mutual Index Fund. And we'll talk about index funds in a little bit. Um, 
And then let's see, if you were to, let's go ahead and label our fudge brownie. So fudge brownie could be like your small cap mutual fund. So you're like, whoa, whoa, you said a word that I didn't know. <laughs> what does small cap mean? So likely when you're looking at investing, you've probably heard people say like, oh, that's small cap, mid cap, large cap. What that means, um, it's, it's essentially referencing to the market capitalization of a company. So let's define a market capitalization. Um, market capitalization is just kind of like a math equation, right? It is the price of the stock times the number of, of stocks or shares. The price of the share times the number of shares equals the market capitalization. So if a company, you know, has um, five uh, shares and they're each $20, the market capitalization of that company is $100. This is very oversimplified, right? <laughs> but this is that's what it means. Now, people have uh, created like different tiers. Like small cap would be if your market capitalization is less than $300 million, um, or not less than, between $300 million and $2 billion. That would be small cap. Mid cap is $2 billion to $10 billion, and then large cap is $10 billion and above. So when we reference small cap, mid cap, large cap, just think like small, quote unquote, small companies, aka companies from $3 million to $2 billion, mid size, large size. Okay, so our fudge brownie package is going to be our small cap mutual fund. So in this company, we have comp in this uh, package, we have companies that represent um, companies that are in that 300 million to 2 billion range. So you see how I'm like organizing and categorizing like these packages to represent different parts of the market. That's all mutual funds are. Like they're just taking sectors of the market and like bundling them together in a way that, you know, like either a fund manager wants to assemble them or they represent um, an area of the market that people like like investing in um, and so forth. Okay, cool. So now I kind of explain that concept. You might be thinking like, okay, great. It, it makes it less intimidating for sure because it's bundled together, but how do I know what bundle to buy? <laughs> great question. Great question. Okay, so I'm going to focus specifically on two of my packages here. So I have my milk chocolate um, package and then I have my peanut butter or peanut M&Ms. My milk chocolate M&Ms, my peanut M&Ms, which I feel like are the most popular um, types of M&Ms. They've been around the longest for sure. Okay, so the um, milk chocolate M&M is going to represent um, a... Because it's the most popular, it's going to represent um, a very popular uh, mutual fund. And so this is where I'm now going to add a little bit under mutual fund. We're going to talk about a type of mutual fund, which is a mutual index fund. So a mutual index fund is a mutual fund that tracks an index and so let me kind of explain that um, a little bit more. Um, a stock market index is essentially a number that represents or tells you how the stock market is doing. And so um, there are a lot of different like stock market indexes that tell you like uh, when you look at that index, you're essentially like 
more aware of like, oh, okay, this is how this area of the market did. This is how that area of the market did. So just think about an index as like a number that tells you more information about what's going on. So something that's good to compare to this would be like a GPA, right? Like if I said like, oh, this person's GPA is a 3.9, you would know, oh, okay, that's what this number means. It's essentially the same thing with a stock market index. Obviously like the, um, the, you know, benchmarks are different. Like it's not 4.0, um, but it's its own sort of, it has its own sort of like, um, numbers and meaning. Okay. So, um, a really popular stock market index is the S&P 500. And so this index tells us how well 500 of the largest companies are doing in the stock market, right? So it's a list of five, think of a list of 500 companies, somebody looking and analyzing how these companies are doing, and then they like give us a number. That is the index, you know, very comparable to like looking at everybody's or looking at someone's uh, grades that they got for all of their classes doing the math and saying like, okay, this person's GPA was this amount, same thing. So they give us this, um, index. They give us this, um, number that helps us like identify like, okay, this is how the stock market, the, or this is how these 500 companies are doing. Now, the reason why this index is, um, very popular is because these 500 companies are such a, good and diverse mix that represent the stock market as a whole. And so what a mutual index fund does, it is essentially saying like, hey, we're not just going to combine like different, um, like we're not just going to bundle different um, uh, individual stocks that we you know, think are going to be great. Um, and when, when I say we, I'm talking like fund managers we're just going to um, mimic what the index is doing, right? So if we're seeing that the S&P 500 over time is growing, why don't we just make a bundle, a package of these 500 companies and put them in a mutual fund? And that is what a mutual index fund is. It like mimics or tracks or copies um, the index. It follows that index. And so for, for our particular example, let's make our milk chocolate pack represent an S&P 500 mutual index fund, okay? And so this is essentially saying the, the thought process behind like why this was created was people really thinking through like, okay, if we're seeing the S&P 500 index progressively grow over time, which it has. Um, and we're seeing that combination of all of these 500 companies, like give us a positive return, um, over the course of, you know, 10 years. And if we want to just mimic that growth, why don't we create a mutual index fund that has all those companies in that bundle? And so that's what happened. Um, and because, no one is thinking through how to put it together, right? Like for your peanut butter M&M packet or for your fudge brownie M&M packet, the fund, there's a fund manager who's like, all right, 
here's what I think is going to be like the winning combination. And here's what I think is going to be something that gives you the highest gains. Um, and they are essentially kind of using their brain power to, to say like, here's what I think with a mutual index fund. There is none of that. It's no one's actively thinking about like what to put in it. You're just like, passively going to the list of the 500 companies. And if it's on the list, you're putting it in the mutual fund, right? Because you're saying like, if that list of 500 companies has grown over time, um, then I just want to mimic that. I just want to copy that strategy for investing. And so these are the, um, the mutual funds that are really popular because they, they, uh, historically have given you, consistent and steady growth without like eating up that growth with the fees associated with investing. So there are fees associated with investing. One of the main ones to look out for is called an expense ratio. And so for um, mutual funds that are actively invested and actively like put together by a fund manager, those expense ratios are going to be higher. They're going to be in the like 0.9, 0 0.85, 1% um, range. A low cost mutual index fund will have a, an expense ratio ranging between like 0 0.04 to 0 0.015. So it's relatively lower um, than, you know, something else. And so that's why these are really popular. Um, so let me go ahead and find something real quick. Okay, I just wanted to find this... Um, sheet that I have here. Okay. So I told you I would give you some things to research. Um, so if you're like, all right, cool, let me start researching some, like, um, some mutual funds. Maybe I'll start with like an S and P 500 mutual fund to research. Um, if you're investing in Vanguard, a, the fund that you would research, research would be the Vanguard, Vanguard 500 index fund. And that would be ticker number V F I A X. So that is the fund that you would like go ahead and open and research and start, you know, looking at the expense ratio, start looking at like how well it's done. Um, but that is what it's called at Vanguard. If you wanted to find that stock at Fidelity, then that stock is, or not stock, if you want to find that mutual fund, that mutual index fund at Fidelity, that at Fidelity, it's called the Fidelity 500 Index Fund, um, and that ticker number is FXAIX. Let's say you're investing in Charles and Schwab, and you're like, okay, I want to find the S&P 500 Index Fund at Charles and Schwab. What is that called? It's called the Schwab S&P 500 Index Fund, and its ticker number is SWPPX. You might be asking, what the heck is a ticker number? A ticker number is just that, like a um, like a it's a, just a num uh, a series of letters that represent an index fund. Um, so that's just like how you research them, and so those would be good ones to start with because they are typically the ones that um, people really like and gravitate towards. Um, again, it's all like up to you. You want to think through like, what's my investment strategy? What am I, what am I, what are my goals? What am I doing? Am I investing for retirement? Like you always want to ask yourself these questions and make the best decision for yourself. But if you're like, Hey, like I need a starting place. I think that was like the biggest thing for me. It was like, okay, just give me like a starting place. Like where do, where do I Google? What do I research? This would be a great place to start with. Another, um, 
popular option for a mutual index fund is a mutual index fund that just has all of the stocks that are offered in the stock market in one bundle. Um, so we can make that the peanut butter, or not the peanut butter, the peanut M&M. So the peanut M&M has like all of the, um, you know, stocks available in the stock market in one bundle. So if you buy the peanut M&M, you're essentially investing in all of the companies ever. <laughs> not ever, but you know that that are like out there. Um, and so the ticker number for those are going to be at Vanguard. This one is VTSAX. People call it VTSAX. It's called the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index. Um, at Fidelity, it's called the Fidelity Total Stock Market Index Fund. And that ticker number is FSKAX. And then at Schwab, it is called the Schwab Total Stock Market Index Fund, um, and it's SWTSX. Um, so a question you might be answering is like, are they different? Like, why are they all, um, you know, like, why are they different ticker numbers? And the biggest thing is uh, each broker will package the the mutual fund in its own way. Like the same the same stocks are in there, but they're just like, marketed and packaged differently because the broker is the one that's like, you know, having them and offering them. So that is just, um, good to know. Cool. So hopefully this was really helpful. I, I think this analogy like is great. <laughs> the when I thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, like, yes, this, this actually makes a lot of sense. Um, we didn't get to talk too much about ETFs, but I do want to touch on them because they're, Essentially, if you if you understand mutual funds and mutual index funds, you'll have a easier time understanding ETFs because an ETF is essentially the same thing as a mutual fund. It's just packaged differently. So if you think about M&Ms, we stick with the analogy, you know how the M&M come in like those big packages or those boxes, but then there's like the fun pack, the like fun size package, that would be an ETF. So same sort of thing, like you still can get like a little bundle, it's just packaged differently. And what that means in investing world is that it actually trades on the exchange. Like you can like instantly buy an ETF, like you clock it in, you buy it at that price, and then that's it. Mutual funds are traded at the end of the day, um, which as far as your gains, there's like you're essentially investing in the same type the same companies they're just like packaged differently so um you know we can kind of go over like the biggest differences and different structure stra tax strategies um that come up with each of them but i think for now just like know that it is a um an asset product or an investing product that is packaged differently just like your m&m fund size still the same thing but you know different. Okay. <laughs> um, that is, um, today's episode. I hope that it wasn't too fast. I was just really excited <laughs> and I hope this started kind of, um, helping you just see and understand how these different products work. Um, because the more that you, you know, become just comfortable with, 
oh, okay, like it's just this or like, oh, it's comparable to this, the safer it feels to invest. Um, I think a lot of the times we get um, stuck in this fear of like, I don't want to make the wrong move, which is a very legitimate fear. Like I understand, right? Like I think when I started investing for the first time, there was a real like, what if I lose this money? And I think like, I want to acknowledge that is that that is a real fear and thought that comes up. Um, But I also want to offer that the more that you learn and the more that you create safety with investing, um, the more that that goes away and you actually start feeling like, okay, I can do this. Like I can, I understand how this works and I feel confident because of that. Um, And that's essentially where I want to get you guys into a place where you're using the stock market as something that can really help you build wealth and that, um, yeah, you just feel confident with. So great. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If this was really helpful and you want to share it with someone, please do. Um, I think this is going to be something that really helps people get an introduction to what the options are as well as some like starting points to start investing. Um, so definitely share it with a friend. Um, tag me on Instagram if you listen to this specific episode um, because, uh, yeah, I'm just excited about this one. (laughs) I was excited about all of them, but this one particularly, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so helpful for people. So yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging out. If you're ready to get serious about your money, but you need the support to make it happen, I want to invite you to my one-on-one money coaching program. In this program, I help you build the confidence around your money so you can start building a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Just head over to atbuilding.gen.wealth on Instagram and apply in the link in my bio. I'll see you there.